Hi, I'm Patrick Eakin Young, and this is Sound Worlds. Sonic Theatre. Oh my god. Ay, 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 ay. Long, crazy days. I've had so many. Um, long time. So Wake up at maybe about... 9.45 um, gets up and leaves at 6. 6? Give or take like 5 o'clock in the morning. 5.36 something. I like, do the morning I'm starting ready? because I'm doing the first shift. <laughs> Time changes in all sorts of different directions. So, so at first, it's all like not in order. Oh, it's uh, just when I see the opportunity. I'm jumping around here, but in indigenous, it's a lot of um, storytelling is circular, not linear. Everything at the same time. So, and I just had a nap now because I haven't slept in two days. So I feel a little bit oh, crazy today, but it's uh, it's a day we're we're doing we're doing pretty good. We're um, I mean everything else is relative. Oh so. yeah. I, I keep thinking I see the light at the end of the tunnel, but there's turns out there's a lot more tunnel. I, think I had to be to work at seven in the morning then. Drop him off at like eight in the morning. Down. Yeah, and working a full full day. Change her be at work by seven. Get them food. Stay at work until sometimes eight Six o'clock days, at night. Six uh, walk. Uh, the one day off. I was going to school full time, working full time. We were just making it work. I found it so hard to go to work when my kid was only one. Um, I tried breastfeeding with both of them, but did not get very far um, because I always had to go back to work. I had just had the C-section and I couldn't even wear a pair of jeans. Your body's not yours And I'm not quite back inside my own body yet. So I went back after she was three months old and I pumped at work and stored milk and did the whole, I was committed. So I did the whole, the whole thing. After giving birth, I went back to, I think it's two, two, three months that they give you. On the other hand though, in terms of the paternity, I'm still quite um, shocked. I work at one of the biggest universities in Canada and the paternity leave is five days. But I didn't realize how short of a time that actually is. It's probably true a lot of the time that having a baby means that the mom misses out on her career and the father 
ends up missing out on the family time. I think it's two weeks that companies are obliged to give a full payment, I think. Oh, it might not be even full, but basically up to two weeks. Two weeks, just two weeks. It's too fast, too soon. Two weeks, two weeks. Back to work, though I can barely move. I can't walk, the pain is still hard. I saw there were no possibilities. I started to talk to my mom because a friend was telling me about the USA as the best of the best. When I left, I left my kid. I left without permission. That was very painful, very sad to leave in the middle of the night, leaving my kids sleeping. But I knew I was leaving them in the best place. Then I arrived with this family. It was a woman. She had two kids too, was divorced and needed help. Back then, she gave me $60 per week. I can't say that they were my kids, but I felt a lot for them. I took care of them. I took care of the kids with a lot of love and I was always crying. I was always missing, missing out on many things. There were times when I was taking care of the other kids or taking them outside. And I thought that I wanted them to be my kids. Why wasn't I with my kids? I wanted to leave that with my kids. This parent over here, single parent, working at who knows where, Rite Aid, grocery store or something, she wants to put her kids in something wonderful too. Why Why shouldn't she be able to? You know, it should be, it needs to be a more level playing field. And and I feel that it's not. I feel like I, I got what I got for my kids because I was relentless. <laughs> I just wanted my kids to have more, you know? I feel like a lot would have to change and not just my life, but systems that mothers and children would be honored first, you know, not that we need to be on pedestals or anything, but that it would be acknowledged the amount of work and the importance of that work. You know, care and care work has been has been seen as a private responsibility and predominantly the responsibility of women. You know, you take example education, which has been moved into the public sector, which is no longer seen as the sole responsibility of women, uh, but care and care work continues to be devalued and feminized and racialized more so and more so. Nothing but good, I think, could come from having a system that encourages dads to stay home with their with their kids, in addition to moms staying home with their kids. You can't have women's equality without universal childcare. And the reason it has to be universal, I'm sure you realize it means everybody can have it, essentially, 
is because if you start picking off little pieces of it, there's all sorts of people who fall outside outside the box. I'm also a foster parent, right? And, and I see the effects on children when, when the home isn't what we would all hope it to be for children. So yeah, universal childcare can be the safe place for kids and, this, and the trampoline in order for parents to get the help and support they need in order to create a safe place at home for the kids. God, I, I, wish, I wish we had like a, 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 a government sanctioned daycare that's like paid for where the kids get like real food, natural, like, you know, well-balanced and they're available like a, like you can put your baby in, in, into one of these daycares at, at starting at six months. If that existed here, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yes, take care of yourself. You are already doing a fantastic job for your kids, you know, and they are going to give back to us someday. But we we want to be able to be alive to see it. I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. Dreams of equal citizenship. 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 Who kept dreams of equal citizenship. Dreams of equal citizenship. Alive. Men and women are persons of equal dignity and they should count equally before the law. You won't settle for putting Susan B. Anthony on the new dollar. <laughs> that whole thing like, okay, let's do it 50-50. There's nothing like 50-50. I don't, I don't know. I can't say it's 50-50. I, I would say that maybe we strive for 50-50. I want that we both divide it as 50-50 as possible. Think about how you would like the world to be. The bottom line is, is that women are hampered from working and other things. Think about how you would like the world to be. Parents, both, in a lot of cases, are kind of screwed unless they, you know, have some, you know, they, unless they're lucky. Think about how you would like the world to be for your daughters and granddaughters. Uh, we're really lucky because we work at the university, the both of us. So we have a kindergarten on campus. We've been extremely lucky to have found this full-time dad within five-minute walking distance. Yeah, I feel really lucky we found our daycare woman really lucky. I just feel like, honestly, I've been lucky the whole time. I didn't have resources. I don't have money to, you know, hire a, a nanny, which I so needed. There we go, baby. Luckily, I was blessed with that where I lived, there was a lady had a daycare in her home. I was very lucky because usually I would have had three days off. I was very lucky in that I didn't have to miss out on the first year. Really lucky. You're really lucky. I'm I was lucky. So lucky. I was very lucky. It shouldn't be about luck. Right? Oh. Like, is that women shouldn't, or families for that matter, shouldn't kind of be like, I'm really lucky that I have childcare. That's, That's not what, what it should be. Oh, I'm really lucky because yeah. my kids go to a really good childcare and I got a spot I'm one or of I got a subsidy. I'm oh, one of the foreign That few. was part of the choice that I made when I stayed home was I had a challenging time being able to have my 
get my kids into a daycare. どなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどなどな
all just seems so trying. <laughs> it seems so trying for me, I'm telling you. Because I had, I, it was like I went from one thing to another. Bring your kid if you want, you know? And I'm like, oh, great. So do two two jobs at once. I, I'm not sure about what different people mean about working from home so that we can have kids thing. Because to me, we don't really manage to work at all. Sending one email and taking care of the baby at the same time is very difficult. And then we'll come home. And then, of course, the day really truly begins, right? There's back on, put my mommy's hat on. Get off at 5.30 to get to my son in Palisades by 6. Limpiar la casa. De no se me vaya a caer. I have to look after Cambiar the food, pañal. clean the house, feed the kids, look after the Walk kids, with the double change stroller. diapers, look after Carlito so he doesn't fall. Yeah, we wouldn't get home till 10 o'clock at night. When I, when I would literally run from work to be there to pick her up at the preschool, where there's less flexibility than the, I think you get fined. Usually I'm running everywhere. So everything is scheduled so tight that I'm not walking, but I'm running. That's my new workout. Just the, the time thing, it shifts, right? It has shifted my entire experience of time. But I find it hard to balance um, on, a, on a mental level, to balance um, being with this lovely child all the time and wanting to be with him all the time and then also finding some space for myself. But then it zips by and, and just the growth in the child is amazing and fast and and uh, so now she's turning sex and that seems imp utterly impossible i thought i was one way but turns out i wasn't any different from any other open sore weeping embarrassing or is it? My heart, sinew, strings, bleeding. I hum in my sleep. You handle it. I watch you in the crack of light from morning, turning it over the side of the bed. Your eyes are now her eyes. And I never believed that I could allow myself to shatter like that. Breaking every time, cut fingers trying to pick myself back up to catch her again, to catch myself wanting nothing but you and her and I, yours, I'm hers. I stumble on the doorstep. I am her father. And I never aspired to bother with that stuff. I never let the music into my head, let alone let it thunder in my ribcage, stuck in my breastplate, raining hard. Repeat, repeat, repeat. I hum her name, and she, she is all that anybody has ever said that's good about anything. She is everything. The earth, the earthquakes, the first day of school, of spring, the last day of summer, the shingles on our roof, the lenses in my glasses, the water in my glass, the river, the paper, the pencils, the glue, the hours, the reasons to get up, 
the breaths I take in and hold in for seconds, the window, the ceiling fan, the sidewalks, the smell, her mother in stirrups to give the doctor a more comfortable view, my inability to take her pain, the pain, the billboards on the way, the TV, the laptop, the lunchbox, the other children, the parents, the press, the news, the fireworks, the floods, the borders, the blind, the moth dust, the electricity running, the horses behind the freeway, the white lines, the tar, the ash, the smoke, our bed sheets, to know there is nothing that isn't her. She has taken over. She can, she will, dictator, marvel, she is my force, my will, my destroyer, I hum to drown out the torture, I exhale when I see her, cupping her into my hands, folding, I give away everything I can say with my limited language, she is above the words, she is vibrating chords I have never ever heard before, she will reinvent us all. She will burn. She will save us. Save me. I am done already. From the second my knees told me, you can't stand, boy. But I know she will. which by the way is average do you know that my labor and delivery like that whole thing cost me like it cost like thirty two thousand dollars money was very tight all the time check to check you were getting poorer and um, poorer yeah just a complete because i was not working. you know struggling you have to have two incomes at least sometimes three or four. just started getting the medical bills from the labor and the delivery and stuff like that and i got a bill for four thousand dollars like last week and I was like, $4,000? What the fuck? $4,000 for uh, one hour. $600 a month? $1,000? Which is too much. $400 a month. Even the $10 a day was a hardship. Mm. In Quebec, I pay $8.50 a day to send my kid to daycare. $2,000 a month or so to put your kid in daycare or preschool. I literally keep people's most precious things alive all day. Like, why is it a minimum wage job? I'm not handing you a cup of coffee back to you at the end of the day, right? My hand was forced. I needed to make money for my family. <laughs> and so I just had to find yeah, some I remember my hair, hairdresser, like, you're low income. You're working so hard, full time, all this time. She said, you really just need to get broke. Because it's it's very difficult up here to get child the, care. The waiting list, though, there's always a the waiting list. The problem in Japan is waiting list. I said, one of our problems is that newcomers 
because they're not in the game. You know, they don't oh know they God. have to put their name on 10 waiting lists. 10 waiting lists. 10 waiting lists. 15 to 20. 10 waiting lists. Dollars an hour. You should put your name. 500. You should put your name. 500. On 10. 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 Waiting list fees can be. 500. you waited too long. The second you find out, the minute you find out, you find out, 24,000 in Toronto, 36,000 in D.C., 22,000 converted from yen, 9,000 kroner, 30, oh, well, I was lucky, 6, I got a spot, 1,000 After only American dollars, 2 years, a year. All okay, right. okay, All okay, right. okay, okay, All okay, right. okay. But I only make 40. If your parents live within 4 kilometers, points are deducted from your daycare score in Tokyo. You might need to move to get a spot anyway. And I wasn't ill. 70% of a single mom's single. I didn't, like... I didn't get drunk and cut my limb off, you know, like I didn't, I didn't smoke for 50 years and get cancer, you know, like I didn't like make a series of choices or things like that and make myself ill. I, I grew a human being and, and I had a portal of life between my legs and it did exactly what it should have done. And it cost me $8,000 to do that. Expense for a couple. More, More than, than housing. Wait. Wait. Really? So I will make the little kids dinner and eat with them at like five. Okay, they love when I make spaghetti. Spaghetti. Bunny pasta. Su comida favorita de María es lo de Peppa Pig, el espagueti. My girl loves frozen caribou. What am I going to cook for these fucking gringas? <laughs> Do they have shake and bake where you live? Do dudes, which are cookies made by his mom. My husband does the cooking. I felt, you know, being at home, being a mom, being a wife, I was supposed to be the one cooking. I nursed both of them for two years, and I absolutely love it. If I go skin to skin as the dad, I go skin to skin holding my baby with a bottle full of mother's milk, why is that worse? And I couldn't... Find, I found things that said it was my worse. My reason <laughs> was that 
we that I would pump more and that Steffi would get to feed him more. But I find it not so enjoyable to pump milk. I feel a little bit cowish. You know the sound of a breast pump? It's like so weird and kind of horrible, like a little robot. I, I had a pump. I had rented one of those electric pumps and I was trying to do the whole pump at lunch. But to me, it's it's just a joke because we're supposed to be bonding with our baby and you can't bond with your baby in eight weeks. That's a good thing in Norway. You have one hour a day at work to breastfeed if you want. Paid. felt like they were going to take care of me in some way and give a shit, you know, but, but they didn't. The government had started a scheme, but of course these schemes, they always keep it quiet, right? They just change the law quietly. In my opinion, it's fucked yeah, up. Until this point, nobody's been paying attention and it's 21, 2021 and why the fuck not? Pardon my language. Honestly, I currently feel like this is BS with... The, system. the child care system in Japan does not work for I mean, mothers. Stupid, obviously, I can't think of anyone who if thinks we're it's no a good, good idea. We can be no good to <laughs> our kids, you know. And our society, up until now, had that mentality: go, 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 get, 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 have, have, have. This one has this. I need that. And you're just, I gotta. How am I gonna get this from my kids? Increasingly working on contracts and the gig economy and all of that, how it would, ha you might need to have a restructuring of how parental leave works rather than the top up model. I don't have kids. So what, what do I care if there's a national childcare system? It's like, but the woman, the teller at your bank or, you know, coworker needs childcare. Or if you're so lucky to buy your coffee every morning, then, then maybe that person needs childcare. But so why are you, why is everybody so selfish? This government we have now's biggest concern because they are trying to increase equality by giving the father more. I just feel like how many times have we been promised universal childcare? Like over and over and over and all these presidents and prime ministers keep running with it on their platform and then immediately break the promise. Being a feminist for me it's all bullshit. means recognizing that men and women should be, can be, must be equal and that we still have an awful lot of work to do. We have responded do. by pushing hard for womenomics, encouraging more women to work while lessening the burden of women's shoulders. We advocate for women, the rights of women and girls to use their full talents to contribute economically, politically, socially. young girls and you give them parity women young when they have children. And the burden of the children, I have to say, is not fairly shared between men and women. De facto, that's an inequality and that's an investment to be made. That's like the first thing you have to leave all the mess bring them up do the bath baths watch a show or, or a little movie together lay their clothes out always at night time i wash the dishes read hang the laundry singing songs you're just being there because she won't let you leave and their bottles and do stories and rock put them, them to bed put them to bed and then 
tonight. We will put him to bed or we sit on our balcony with a glass of wine. It never happens. <laughs> By the time I would have time for myself, it'd be time to go to bed. I go to bed about 1 or 2 a.m. Like, I don't ever, ever actually feel alone. The time to do other things or to do things as a couple is very much taken away. And then when we do have time, we're usually flipping through pictures of our daughter <laughs> and talking about her. Everything that I told you before, all of that can never, never be the same as the love for my own kids. Never. To me, my kids are my kids. I love these girls, but who occupies my heart are my kids. I don't treat my kids all the, all the same, which when I have conversations with non-Inuit, they're like, what? Like you're playing favorites. And all my kids think that they're my favorite, which is the way I think it should be. They brought the baby in. And then I did cry, which felt real good. It's like, oh my God, this is our baby and it's a girl. And like, we're so lucky. And I remember doing like the movie thing, being like, hi, baby, I'm your mama. And crying. And then my husband cried. Yeah, my tears came out. I was super silent. So I can't make the sound. I was absolutely silenced, uh, and I uh, and my tears wouldn't stop. I was uh, crying, and my tears would just run, and um, and I I couldn't speak. To that with you that's a that's a whole nother that's a two-part <laughs> yeah i kept it simple today I, i don't want you to run from me i want you to come back thanks for listening to sound worlds i'm patrick eakin young what you've just heard was a piece called care by the canadian multidisciplinary performance company quote unquote collective Led by Amy Nosbacken and Nora Sadava, quote-unquote make kick-ass, music-led work that engages with urgent social and political themes. In addition to being compelling storytellers, they're also, as you've just heard, pretty great musicians. This audio piece is an oral preview of their next stage show called Universal Child Care, which should come out early next year, pandemics permitting, of course. Before the pandemic, child care and the burden of child care was already an urgent issue. But after the two years that we've been through, it now seems existential. Maybe not as existential as climate change or Black Lives Matter, but it's certainly up there. Anyone who had kids at home during the lockdowns will know what I mean. Just this past December, I and my whole family had COVID. And I was reminded again what it was like to be trapped inside with an eight-year-old and a toddler for weeks on end. 
Like so many things, the pandemic has exposed the weak points in our societies and the importance of childcare, as well as the unequal way in which it falls on women and the underprivileged has never been more apparent. This episode was crafted by quote-unquote collective co-founders Amy Nosbakken and Nora Sadava, with interviews conducted and translated by Vicky Araiko, Lisa Karen Cox, Seiko Nakazawa, Amy Nosbakken, and Nora Sadava. All music is composed and performed by Amy Nostbakken, except Love Letter from a Father, which is performed by Akosua Amoaden. Additional mixing and mastering by Matt Smith. For a full credit list of the voices in the piece, please head to www.soundworlds.org. Following the family theme, our next episode is an audio adaptation of the moving children's book Town is by the Sea by Joanne Schwartz. For this audio piece, UK folk artists the Rheingen Sisters have translated Sidney Smith's beautiful illustrations into an evocative soundscape. First thing I see when I look at the window is the sea. And I know my father is already deep down under that sea, digging for coal. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. You can follow Soundworlds on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Soundworlds and Facebook at SoundworldsPod. Or sign up to our mailing list at Soundworlds.org for the latest news, interviews, and updates. Soundworlds is created and directed by myself, Patrick Eakin Young. This episode is supported by Arts Council England. Care was made possible with the support of the Broad Stage, the Ontario Arts Council, the Canada Council for the Arts, and the High Commission of Canada in the UK. Soundworlds is produced by Eleanor Turney and George Warren with production assistance by Tom Andrews and Louise Goodfield. Thanks for listening, and we hope to hear you again here on Soundworlds. Soundworlds. Thank you.